Welcome to the Moms on the Level podcast, brought to you by Next Level Moms, real, authentic, honest conversations about being a mom and more. And here is your host, Faye Morgan. Welcome to our inaugural episode of Moms on the Level. We're super excited to be here today with you. Um, This episode is entitled, We're Gonna Level With You. And that is what we're gonna do every single time that we gather together um, to chat. But first, let me introduce myself. My name is Faye Morgan. I am the founder of Next Level Moms. I am married um, to a pilot. I have two amazing kids. And with me here today is my dear, dear friends, um, Anna and Selma and Amy Ellis. Welcome, girls. Happy to have you Thank you. So let me tell you a little bit about Anna. She is um, Next Level Moms executive officer and she's the chief executive officer and she'll talk to about herself in a minute here and my friend Amy is our senior teaching leader and um, as soon as she starts speaking you will see why everything that comes out of her mouth listen to it please Um, we just love her love her love her so Anna tell us a little bit about yourself Hello, everyone. My name is Anna Anselma, and I am married to John Anselma, and I have two beautiful children, Nicholas and Gabby. They are teenagers. Uh, My son's 18 and about to graduate um, high school, and Gabby's in college, so I will be an empty nester soon. Um, And, oh, and I own the Social Mind Center, which is... um, a center that treats children with social communication um, disorders and related disabilities. Yes, and we will definitely um, are going to be talking about Social Mind Center a lot um, and probably all our episodes because they are um, one of our sponsors and we love the Social Mind Center. They do such incredible work. Um, Amy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Amy Ellis. And I'm married to Rob Ellis, and we have three kids Shelby Ann, 16, Marilyn is 14, and Donovan is 12. And um, we are missionaries with an organization called Ethnos 360, which uh, what Ethnos 360 does is reaching the unreached people groups of the world, and so, or the least reached people groups of the world. So We've been a part of that for the last 11 years. We've been in Tanzania for the last 10 years, and we just got back to the States, and I'm excited to be a part of this ministry. Thanks so much, Amy. Okay, so um, jumping right in, how um, we got here. Um, It's a a great story, and I'm just going to try and put it in a nutshell. I was involved with women's ministry at our local church for many, many years, and I was very close to our senior pastor's wife, who actually led our women's ministry. Her name is Cynthia Thompson, and truly, um, when I say mentor, um, there's a new word that needs to come up with how she has influenced my life, um, not only as a leader, but as a wife, and then eventually as a mother, and so my kids are Hunter, and he's 16, Ellie, and she's about to be 13 here really, really, really soon. So I will have two teenagers. And uh, to be honest, Ellie's been a teenager, I think, since she was born. So um, I've had some practice with her (laughs) as she becomes a teenager. But um, I was very involved in women's ministry. And 
when I became a mother, um, I asked Cynthia if I could start a mom's group at our church. And, and I did, and it was really good, and it was really fun. And I, I think that we made a difference. Um, but then there came a point where um, her and her husband were going to retire out of the ministry, and our church was going to be in a big transition. And we just felt a calling that we needed to do um, switch churches. Our kids were going to a large Christian school um, that we live in walking distance, literally behind them. And it's attached to a church, which is um, thriving and growing. And, you know, it came to the point where the Lord was saying, you're making this too hard. You're making this too hard. And so uh, we made the switch. And right then and there, obviously, I wasn't going to be um, over the women's ministry um, part of the mom's group anymore. So I didn't really know what the Lord was going to do, but shortly after we made the switch, the Lord started impressing upon me um, that he wanted me to do something. And just to backtrack a little bit, um, when I was doing the mom's group after Cynthia had left, there was an amazing, um, wonderful, godly woman named Anna King, who would constantly watch me do this and do that and go up the stairs and put centerpieces and, and have speakers and all of this. And she would say to me, you know what, Faye, you have got to do this for yourself. You have got to do this on your own. And truly, I had no idea what she meant. I, I had zero clue what she was talking about. But what she did do is plant a seed. And I remember that she kept saying, um, you need to start a nonprofit. Okay, well, we all have heard of what nonprofits is. So hearing about it and actually starting one are two very different things. I had zero clue how to do that. But I really felt that that's what the Lord was calling me to do. So for a planner, one who's used to planning the events and all the logistics, I had zero plan. I had no idea what, what the plan was. And um, that was intentional on the Lord's part. But what he did do for me is he gave me a series of green lights. So he gave me the next step and he would give me a green light. And what I mean by that is, first of all, uh, I'm married, so I can't just start up a nonprofit and not go and ask my husband what he thought. And um, my husband is a pilot and he's methodical and he, um, analyzes things and he thinks about things and that's what you want in a pilot. Um, so I was kind of hesitant. Oh, how is he going to respond? Cause he's not truly a risk taker per se. And you don't want your pilot to be a risk taker. So all of these things factoring in, I went to him and I said, I think the Lord is asking me to start a nonprofit for moms. And he said, much to my surprise, go for it, do it. And I was like, what just happened? <laughs> I was really, really kind of like, and you guys know him, right? AV um, and Anna, you know, he's, he's methodical, you know, he processes things. And so for him to just kind of give me the go ahead, like that was like, okay, I guess that's a green light. And so the next thing that I, that I felt the Lord was asking me to do, um, I had been doing the mom's group um, with Anna and Salma um, constantly at my side, at, at praying and helping in so many ways. I was just never expecting that she would be so on board, but I guess I was hoping. And so when I called her and I made that initial phone call and I said, Anna, this is what I think I'm doing. And this is what I think the Lord wants to do. And it was a Ruth and Naomi moment as I call it. It was so 
awesome and beautiful. And she just said to me, wherever you go, I'll go. Anna, do you remember that moment? I absolutely do. Yeah. So we'll um, let you talk about that in a little bit. But um, so green line number two, two, just right there. It just, it was starting to roll. Well, being that I am a planner and I always, one of the things that um, having the gift of leadership does is um, it allows you to know the right person to be put in the right positions. And so what I definitely knew about myself was that I was not a writer and communications in written form was not my strength. But I had a really good friend and I still have her. Um, Her name is Heather Scott. You guys know her, Anna and Amy. We love her. And um, I knew that I wanted to process things with her because she's great at marketing and PR. And so I, I don't even think I called her. I think I texted her and I said, um, if you were to name a mom's group, which of these groups names sound better for you? Because Anna and I had already identified that we thought a name would kind of give us some vision and some direction. So um, she texted me back and I think she called me and she said, what are you doing? And so I said to her, I am starting a nonprofit mom's group. And she said, I'm in. (laughs) And I was like, okay, green light number three. And um, Heather was a um, a catalyst to helping us with our mission statement, with our um, vision and just so many things, our logo, um, so many things that are just, you know, critical when you're starting an organization. Um, So that was green light number three that we kind of just went through pretty um, fast. It was happening so fast, y'all. Um, and then green light number four was my biggest hangup. I have to confess it was such a hangup and it was, well, how am I going to do this without a church building? I mean, the church has always been right there. Um, I can just request a room and this is where we're going to do it. And I can just, um, have an automatic pool of people, all the women in the church. And, and I was just really hung up, like, how is it, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do it without the church? And the Lord said to me, you're never going to do it. It's going to be me that does it. And I'm going to go before you and I'm going to go next to you and I'm going to go behind you. And it's going to be me that does it. And when he said that to me, it was like, okay, he is definitely going to bring me to another level in ministry. And um, by choice, the name of our organization was going to be Next Level Moms. And when all three of us heard that name, we were like, that's it. it." And it And it was progressing as he was unfolding all of it with that concept, another level, another level, another level. And so um, that's basically our our modest beginnings. And um, we are so thrilled that we're here. And Anna, um, I want to take you back to that conversation that uh, we had on the phone when I called you. And why don't you tell us um, what you were thinking and um, your thoughts on all of that and what God has done up until this point, because we started back in June of 2019, which we'll talk a little bit about more with that, our pre-launch with Amy in a second. But Anna, tell me what you were thinking. I remember you calling me and I think that sometimes, I mean, not sometimes, I think this has happened throughout our whole relationship. Um, When we've worked together, I think 
we've served together for so long that um, we're very aligned in our in a as a team. We're aligned as a team, and I've always loved working with you. And I've I think you're an amazing leader, and it's easy for me to follow. And uh, so when you called me, and um, it's not our first conversation about serving together or doing a project together. It's just that this was more, I think, of a a consistent, coordinated effort. We're going to do this for a long time. We're going to commit. But it's interesting how the Lord works on your heart and your mind and preparing you for a phone call. And I felt like I really missed um, women's ministry at the time. And, you know, since Larry and Cynthia had retired and we had gone through some transitions in the church. I really missed our work together. And to me, it was no brainer. I, I love women and um, I love being around women. I feel that women are one of God's greatest creations. And I think that we are, we undersell ourselves and each other. Sometimes when we think about the power that we have, we have the power to give life. We bring life into this world And I always think that we have way more talents than we're even aware of. So when you started talking to me about it and the opportunity of encouraging women, equipping women, I just thought, and and building those connections, because through my work uh, at Social Mind Center, one of the things that I realized with moms is that sometimes moms are very alone and, um, you know, either they're here and their family lives away and, you know, there's so many times where you need an affirmation as a mother, like, should I do this or should I do this? Or maybe your mother is no longer alive or you don't have any siblings. Like in my case, women have been a big part of my life because I'm an only child. So to me, my friends and fellowship with other women in raising my children was critical. I felt what a great opportunity to create an environment. And because we started during COVID and the whole COVID pandemic was around us, we took the step of, oh, we're we're not going to let this stop us. We're going to connect with people. We're going to find ways to connect with people. And I think that's been transformational for all of us because there's so many ways to connect with people. We don't need to be in the same place. We don't need to be in a building you know, sometimes a phone call or a prayer. So to me, it was just an opportunity to get to do what I love always the most, which is to pray for people, encourage people and be with women and encourage women. And um, so to me, it was not even service. It's, it's just been a blessing and a privilege for me to have this opportunity to serve, you know, um, you know, with you and Amy and Heather and everyone who's come alongside us to help, which has been a lot of people. Um, So we've been very blessed at how quickly people have responded to, yes, I want to help. So I think after talking to me, you've had the opportunity to engage other people that have responded like I did, or even more enthusiastically. So that's the gist of it for me. That's a great transition, Anna, because certainly after the phone call with um, you, um, the next thing was like, well, how do we launch this? You know, obviously I had been doing all the starting the nonprofit and all the um, steps um, that it takes to go through um, the government to do that, et cetera. Um, 
but we were going to have to tell people about this. And so, uh, you know, how, how do we do this? And so um, I decided in June of 2019 that we would do a pre-launch. And I specifically wanted to do, um, I did want to do a launch event. And then I came up with the pre-launch because I wanted our first speaker to be our friend, Amy Ellis. And she was only going to be there in the summer because um, she's a missionary. She was a missionary in Tanzania. Now we get to have her in the States with us. Yay. Um, and so I placed a phone call to her and I told her what we were doing. And I said, would you consider being our speaker? And so Amy, I'm going to let you go ahead and um, tell about that phone call. Yeah. So it was really cool because, you know, I didn't know, I knew you were starting something new. You kind of gave me the gist of it, but you invited me to speak and I was honored. And so of course I wanted to share. And so I just let the Lord, you know, guide me in whatever it was I was to share. And, um, it's really cool hearing the story of next level moms and how you, how it got started, how the Lord started it through you and through the other ladies and your husband, people that have come alongside, because really what I shared that night was, you know, how God brought me into missions, my, my green lights that, that God took me through to, to where, <clears throat> where I was that day having been a missionary in Tanzania for, for many years and, and that it wasn't, uh, you know, and it wasn't a one decision. It was a many, many small moments of just walking with the Lord and saying yes to whatever it was that he called me to. And, and then, you know, my green lights and my steps that I took led me to meeting my husband and it led me to, you know, Ethnos 360, which was then called new tribes mission. And, you know, it's just cool how, how God does that in our lives when we're willing just to say yes, and we're willing just to follow whatever it is that he calls us to. Um, he leads us and he guides us and he guides us to, it's not necessarily even the right decision. It's more, he leads us on his path. And kind of like you said, like I could, I have my own path. I have my own, I can make my own decisions. You know, I, I could try it in my own strength and it's, it's not really ever going to work out. It's, it's waiting till I can just say yes to the Lord and I can resolve to, to doing what he calls me to do. And then it's his plan all the, all along. And he just kind of gives me glimpses of what my desires would be. And then, it, but it's his plan. And so really it was cool that night to be able to share, because at that time I really got to hear what next level moms was. Cause you shared a little bit that night too. And I just thought it was so cool because that's what moms need. I mean, not all these moms that are part of this actually go to church. And, you know, they need a place where they can be encouraged. They need a place where they can be um, spoken into, prayed for, loved on, um, blessed. And, and <clears throat> the church is a place for that, for sure. But it's not the only place where, where women can, can have that. And sometimes when people have had rough experiences with church, this is just a, an opportunity for them to be loved on and by the Lord. And, and he's using um, you, Faye, and he's using you, Anna, and he's using all of these people that have said yes to him in this ministry. And I'm excited to be a part of it. And I'm excited to see what, what's next for next level moms, what, what God continues to do through this ministry, because it's his, it's not yours. It's not ours. It's his. And, and we just trust that he's going to continue to bless people through it and bless the husbands and the children's of the wives that get to be a part of it, you know? Oh, totally, totally. I, I'm, I'm so encouraged to hear um, 
again, you know, I, I lived through it with you girls and, but to just hear you in your own words, say what you remember about it was great. And um, Anna, you bring up a great point that we started it just before the pandemic in um, June of 2019. And then we had all these plans going into um, 2020 and um, the Lord had other plans. But one of the things that he said to me was like, pandemic, what? Go. Yeah. He's like, you you know, you always, we talked about a, a blog, which we have. You can find it on our um website, nextlevelmoms.org. So we talked about a podcast and here we are. Um, I didn't know how quickly the Lord was going to do all of these things, but um, thank God for Zoom. And I mean, we had groups um, meeting over Zoom and we did um, things over Facebook and YouTube and all these different things. And the Lord was like, go. And um, so we did. And, um, you know, with everything that we do um, in our ministry, um, Moms on the level will follow suit. And that is, we're always going to be real, authentic, and honest. We're not going to, um, um, you know, sugarcoat anything. We're going to, uh, ver- you know, Mary Poppins, you know, she's sweet on the sugar. We're, we're probably going to be a little short on the sugar. I mean, we're going to be sweet, but we're going to be honest. And we're going to really um, cut to the chase on some topics and um when we started this, the Lord gave me a verse and the verse has been critical truly to everything we do because it sort of gave us um, stepping stones. And what I mean by that is um, the verse is Micah 6, 8. And on our website, we have it um, with the message version. Now for studying the Bible, I don't recommend it, but however, I love the way the message just kind of really um packs a punch. But in the NIV, the verse starts, he has shown you, oh mortal, what is good. And that is what we try and do. We try to key on his goodness, on his goodness. So let me tell you how it plays out in the message. But he's already made it plain how to live, what to do, what God is looking for in men and women. It's quite simple. Do what is fair and just to love your neighbor. Be compassionate and loyal in your love. And don't take yourself too seriously. Take God seriously. So, you know, he's telling us to, in the NIV, it's telling us to act justly, love mercy, you know, walk humbly with your God. And so that's what we're going to try and do. Our tenets are connecting, inspiring, and equipping. And that is what we try and do with every event or blog or whatever it is that the Lord is having us do. We want to connect with moms. We want to help them connect to God. We want to inspire them in their mom life. We want to equip them. We want to have tools and resources. So our mission statement is, Connecting a generation of moms with biblical-centered tools, resources, and events to equip them to know God and his goodness more deeply and inspiring them to a Christ-filled mom life. And um, whenever I don't know what we're doing, and there are times when I don't know what I'm doing, and I, I go back to that. I go back to the vision the Lord gave us, and I go back to that mission statement that Heather and Anna and I worked on together and um, the name took a few days to come through, but the mission statement took a while, a lot of texts back and forth, but you know, 
after it was done, we knew that was it. And so I'm super excited that um, we're starting our first podcast and um, we're going to end every podcast with this question with the guests that we have. So I'm going to um, go ahead, Anna, and put you um, up first. And my, the question is always going to be, what has God done lately to bring you to another level? So Anna, what has God done lately um, to bring you to another level? Well, we're, it's, you know, we're in January, 2022. So it's a new year and you and I both have a tradition of, of picking a word for the year that's going to guide our focus, um, our spiritual and emotion that the Lord gave me, but can reflect, reflect, but I realize that reflection is so important in, um, just fostering gratefulness in your life. And, um, I think I've always been a grateful person, but I think in these times, if the pandemic has taught us anything is that anything can change at any moment. And, you know, having a grateful heart is always a a great way to embrace adversity and chaos, I think. And to know that no matter what happens, the Lord is there for me and my family. So I think the word, the word reflect is God wanted me to reflect on my life and all the blessings that I have in it, but also just to live, you know, aware that reflection is important. You know, I, I think we live in a world that does not foster that or does not encourage that. They just encourage impulsivity and next thing. And what are you going to do and how are you going to do it? And rather than ponder, you know, what am I doing right now versus moving on to the next thing? So I think that that's been a really amazing way to start the year because I'm usually the to-do list person and what am I going to do next? And it's been more about what, what have I done so far? What have I done so far? So it's definitely a different approach to this year, but it's, it's already been, it's already had a great impact on me and encouraging me in this next year as we start off. Um, Yeah, that's a great word. And I love that your word last year was celebrate because I got to be part of some of those celebrations. Um, So, you know, I'm always up for a party. Um, The original party girl we will have to talk about that sometime. But um, right now, let's talk to Amy about what has God done lately to bring you to another level? For me, I think, um, I think the the concept of letting go has been what God's, what's God's done, what God's done in me. Um, and I would say over the last few years, but every, every time I, every time I let go of something that I want to have control over and I allow God to have that control, um, I had, I just have peace. I mean, it's like, it's like, I want control so I can bring peace, but yet when I try to control things, I mean, honestly, chaos ensues, and then I don't have any peace. And when I allow, when I allow myself to just let go of control, let go of my plans, kind of like you talked about, I have my plans, but God has his plans and I want to follow his plans. Like when I let go of those things, really 
that's what brings me peace. That's what brings me joy. That's, you know, because his, his ways are definitely higher than, than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And so how can I even imagine that I have a better plan than the Lord? Like I don't. So, you know, when we, when we were looking to move back from Tanzania, you know, not letting go of the memories, I, I will hold, cherish the memories of being in Tanzania not letting go of, of my relationships that those are solid, but, but letting go of, you know, the timing and letting go of my stuff and, you know, you accumulate stuff over the years and then you couldn't bring it all back. And so letting go of that and, and really not, not holding on to those things as, you know, something that I can control and, and knowing that God's going to continue to use me and bless me no matter where he puts me. And he, he truly has, he, he provides everything that we need everywhere that we go. Um, and so allowing myself to just let go of things that I don't really need to have control over and allowing God to, um, take control of it and, and really do better than what anything I think I could do is, is really freeing. And I wish more people could understand that. And I pray for all of you listening, um, and for you, Faye, and for you, Anna, that, that we all learn how to let go of, of ourselves and, and hold tight to Jesus, because really that's, what's gonna, that's, what's gonna get us through this life because things are crazy right now. And you know, while we can't hold we can't even hold on to each other. Cause we're, um, we're not all together. We're not able to meet together as much as we'd like to. So, um, yeah, I think that's what God's done in my life. And I'm very thankful. I love that. I love, I love that because, um, um, whether we'd like to admit it or not, um, uh, we are control freaks. <laughs> I mean, it really comes <laughs> yeah. up. Even if you are quiet and I, sometimes those are the more controlling ones, the quiet ones, you know? So I, I totally get that. And um, that is a great topic. Maybe we will have to um, investigate that um, sometime in uh, one of our episodes. Um, but if I, I'm going to answer that question, I won't always answer it, but I'll answer it today because I think that um, the, what, the, what the Lord has taught me lately to bring me to another level hasn't been as deep as you guys, um, but it has been practical for me. And that is um, uh, he has um, encouraged me and told me you need to read more. And if you're going to be effective in this ministry in any way, you need to watch a little less blue bloods and a little more uh, reading and things about him or that he's taught people or things that um, that um, will encourage me and feed me. And so I took that on um, this past summer and over the holidays, it got hard. And basically what he told me to do is just read 15 minutes a day. Don't make the goal to finish a book or to do read this many books or anything like that. Just read 15 minutes a day. And it really, really helped me. Um, like I said, though, I'm going to be honest and real during the holidays. It kind, kind of got hard with travel and just, you know, you guys know what the holidays are like, um, especially for moms. Um, they're just crazy. And so um, I've gotten back to it. So I finished um, another book and this one, it's called Smart Girls think twice, which is great. My um, ministry word for the year is smart. Um, our first event is called the Get Smart Workshop. Um, 
And um, it's been good. It's been really good. My personal word, though, is simple. So I try to um, joke around with myself. I guess I'm just going to be simply smart this year or something like that. I don't know. Um, but um, having said all that, um, we are so excited and we look forward to many, many episodes where um, we have real, authentic and honest content. And till the next time that we um, have community together, um, we thank you guys. And thank you, Anna and Amy, for being here with me and um, signing off. Thanks so much, all. Thank you to our sponsors, the Social Mind Center and Basenji Adventures. Check out Social Mind Center on their website, socialmindcenter.com, and the Basenji Adventures YouTube channel for lots of cute dog videos. Join us next time as we spend time together to connect, equip, and inspire each other.